And uh, on that note, now we're going to switch codes. We spoke, we've covered a lot of cricket so far in the first half of the show. But the second half of the show, we want to talk about just the impact and uh, of the sale of Bidvers Vets. A lot of people are up in arms. There's a gentleman that called me yesterday when I was leaving the show. I was on the phone with him for 20 minutes and he couldn't believe that Bidvers Vets has been sold. And he was telling me how unhappy he is that we are not up in arms here and we are not as trying to stop this sale and like i said on the other day uh, there are two sides of the story here because the people in limpopo are so happy with ttm and i think when the dust has settled folks and uh, the psl has come and, and rectified the sale or whatever we need to talk about how good that toyando derby is going to be between ttm and the black leopards that should be explosive Obviously, it also depends on Black Leopard surviving now. But let's speak to the founder and owner of Sport Boardroom and uh, Sport Business Expert, Mr. Squili Kumed, a former professional player himself, uh, just to find out maybe what exactly, what what impact does this have on the league? Mr. Kumed, good evening, sir. Thank you very much for speaking to us tonight on SAFM. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Masia. Uh, it's good to be here and uh, thanks for having me. Thank you. Firstly, what is Sport Boardroom now? Because I see you've changed titles now. We know you from your from your from your other business there, from your other job there. Now you are the founder and owner of the Sport Boardroom. What can you tell us about that? Well, uh, the the uh, the other um, entity you're talking about is still alive. Okay. Uh, but but we you know I identified an opportunity in the industry that we. Really, we, we, we have not invested enough of our time and resources in understanding the economy. Okay, just, sorry, just hold on, Mr. Gumede. We're just losing your apologies there. I want to take you back to the producers, and um, we're just going to try and get you on a better line because we want to hear everything that you've got to say to us. And um, the other role that I know him from is that he was part of the sports industry group there, uh, Mr. Skuli Gumede, so he still says he is doing that. And by the way, there is some football tonight. Big football tonight. Real Madrid up against Valencia at 10 p.m. Of course, they are second in La Liga. Uh, they're five points behind Barcelona, who've played a game more. So if Real Madrid win tonight, they'll close that gap back to two. And at the moment, there's Alaves up against Real Sociedad. And uh, the English Premier League then returns tomorrow. That is a big one. Massive fixture. Norwich up against Southampton. And there's also a game between Tottenham and Man United at 9.15. So uh, looking forward to some of the games that we've got lined up. And while we wait for Mr. Squilly Kumera just to get him back on a better line, maybe it gives me an opportunity to read the full statement from Bidvest Fets because I just gave you a one-liner. So here's the comment of the chairman there, Mr. Alan Feynman. We couldn't get to him. He can't speak to us. He says that our people are important to us and we will treat them with respect and fairness in these challenging times. The sale of the club will not affect the players' contracts in any way with regards to the sale of the club and the manner in which it was announced to the public, I would like to reiterate that at the time of the announcement the deal had not yet been signed. Pen has now been put to paper between the new purchaser and Bidvest Vets. So there you have it then. We've got Mr. Gumera on the line. Apologies for that. You were just telling us about the sport boardroom. Yeah, so it's um, it's really a, 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 a sports economic platform that really hopefully will become a, a, a source of all uh, things uh, all things sport-related uh, uh, and sport-business-related. So if you want to know anything about sport business in this country or in this continent, there's a platform you should uh, look to go to. 
Okay, no, loud and clear. So we want to pick your brain about what's happened in the PSL regarding the sale of Bidvest Vets uh, to TTM and uh, as somebody involved in the industry. Firstly, what's your view, Mr. Gumede, on the, of the fact that you can sell a status here in the PSL, you can buy and sell your way to the top? <laughs> so I, I was looking earlier on um, at the number of um, these transactions that have taken place over the years, and it's a lot of them. So, so it's it's not something. It's not the first time it's happened. I think globally we're seeing a lot more people coming into the game for different reasons. Other people are investing for political reasons, for for economic reasons, and uh, and for social reasons. So, so it it, it is happening, um, but but the game needs to find a way of managing these transactions so that they don't seem to be. Um, uh, influencing or or, 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 or or making light of the of what I call the time honored value of merit in sport. The fact that you win your way into things in sport, you you play on the field and you get somewhere, or you don't get somewhere, and, and you can't use uh, a, a handshake and a boardroom decision to achieve things that you should be achieving on on the field of play. But that said. These are private transactions that take place between privately held entities, and 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 sometimes you know the league can do something and the federation can do something, but their hands are often tied when someone says, "I can't continue, I can't pay the players, or I can't afford to run this club anymore." This guy says he can, uh, and and therefore I'm selling. But I, I still believe that that the league has to find a way of protocols and, and hooks and conditions under which some of these things are done. And how and what what could be those protocols? What could be those conditions? Because a lot of people, I mean, we've spoke actually two weeks ago to Pet Malabella who sold his Dynamos um, mm. to your Amazulu. He sold Dynamos to Amazulu yeah. and he played for, for Amazulu. Okay, before I get too far, you played for Amazulu. Were you, were you part of the squad that won Coca-Cola Cup? In 1992, yes. 1992, yeah. okay. On that yeah. note now, that Amazulu from '92 and the Amazulu today—is it, in your opinion, is it the same Amazulu? <laughs> it, it is the same in the context that it's still the continuation of the same history. So, so if you if you look at the history of Amazulu Football Club, um, there will be our generation that won the Coca-Cola Cup in 1990. Yes, and was relegated and was promoted in the board of status, and today. Um, uh, there is uh, another generation that is there that is continuing that legacy. Uh, but as I said, the, the club has not uh, been, in, you know, has not seen the, the heights that that we, we certainly our our generation did manage to reach uh, in Premier in uh, in third division. So, are you happy that this current Amazulu can keep the history of that Coca-Cola Cup win, even though they bought Dynamos, they bought Tanda Royal Zulu, they bought so many times. <laughs> Listen, they, um, there are many ways to skin the case. So, so it's it's. Um, I don't think it's a it's a particularly um, proud history of the club that that on so many occasions it has had to buy its way into um, the, the higher into the uh, higher level um, and and could not do it on the field. But it's all legal, it's all legitimate, and the, the, you know maybe it's within the rules that are allowed within. Uh, 
the, the provisions of how clubs can can transfer status. So I mean, it, it's and, and I, I, it must be said, and I, I want to say it again. I mean, I, I was looking at the, the English Premiership that today, uh, I think um, only forty percent of the English Premiership clubs are owned in the UK. The rest. Um, are owned by foreign owners. Mm. Um, now, this is not a foreign ownership situation, but it's a, it's a conversation about new owners and new money coming to the sport. So we, we must acknowledge the fact that um, sport does need new money, and when there are new people who are coming in to, 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 to invest in the sport, we must acknowledge that and appreciate that. Uh, taking another football club to Limpopo is something that should be... Um, should, should, should be, should be um, should be commended as well. Um, it, it, it is a pity that uh, in, in doing so, it, it's happened um, in this manner, and a lot of people are upset. But but in truth, I mean, I, I've heard so many people say that um, 99, 99 years of history is now gone, and I'm thinking, no, it isn't. I think that university will still be there next year. It will just not be in the Premier Division. But if you go to the Southern Transvaal, under 14, there will be a best university team playing there. Um, and history will show that in the 100th year, best university did not have a premiership team. And they may decide to, to buy status in the second division or, 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 or create Africa um, championship and get promoted and get back there again as best university. So, so I, I mean, yeah, I can understand the, the, the feelings are people and uh, if this is an old club with very rich history uh, that you know we're winning you're really winning the league not so long ago and, and, and to be in this position is something that uh, scares a lot of us uh, who are watching football you actually make a very important point there, Mr. Squilly Gumede, uh, the fact that a lot of people are saying Vets is losing its history. Guys, we've done a lot of groundwork on this. Uh, we've got confirmation. We've got voice notes. Unfortunately, we can't go. It was not an official yes. comment, but it was for our understanding. We've actually been told that the football program of the Vets University um, is expected to continue. They've got a team in the SAB League, uh, so that team will play in the SAB League, and if they want to, then they can work their way up to the top. So, uh, as far as our understanding is concerned and as far as the people that work in the football department of Vets University, they say that the football program is expected to continue but once they have more clarity on that they'll come back and uh, and, and and tell us officially then uh, but remember now there was a Bidvest academy and there was a vets university uh, football program so so that's also yeah. where the confusion is also for some people and that's where people need clarity what happens to the Bidvest vets academy and the vets university but let's go back to the rules because we spoke to former vets chairman raymond hack who served for 25 years he was devastated on monday by this sale but he still thinks the buying and selling rules are fair and there's nothing wrong that TTM did here like you've also alluded to uh, it's within the rules but you're saying maybe the conditions and the protocols could be looked at so so um, uh, globally different leagues have different ways of doing this so you you, you know um, in the UK for example there has been um, this rumored sale of Newcastle United which has seemingly stalled and mm. part of that is because as part of the former transfer, the the owner submits all the documentation, they, they submit all the, um, the, the, the the profile of who the owners are, uh, the profile of the ownership of the club, how the club will be funded, who are the key, key individuals, then they get vetted, uh, which is essentially just making sure that the people are, 
uh, are who they, who they say they are. They, the, the Premier League has something called the uh, fit and proper. <laughs> it's a fit and proper test. Uh, essentially, it's, it's something that they, as, as, as the, the Premier League clubs, so all, all 19 other Premier League clubs, would then pronounce on whether this owner is deemed to be fit and proper and could join the club of the of the top of the top um, of the 20 owners of the club and 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 they have to approve that now in in in, in us as an example um if you wanted to buy a team in in chicago chicago bulls or whether it's chicago cubs the the, the baseball team uh, and you wanted to move it to minnesota it just you can't just do that um you, they, you know you'd have to Get the permission from from uh, the, 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 the other club members that you can do that. The league itself could eventually say, actually, if you buy the club, you can buy a club and keep it here. If you want to move it, then you can't. The sale is off. Rather go and buy a club uh, in 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 uh, in Milwaukee, wherever you want to move the club, but don't move this one here. So, so there are there are ways of doing this, and and the league is not entirely. Um, uh, um, powerless in in ensuring that certain things are done correctly and and that the you know the club is 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 moved correct the community the community is being consulted the fans are being consulted and then at the end of the day it's in the interest of the game and the league that the team is moved so so that at the end of the day actually. It doesn't. It doesn't become just an easy decision where someone pops up a check, signs a check, and then they move the club. So I do believe that there is certainly things that the league can do, um, and 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 perhaps the federation, as a controller of the game, uh, as part of licensing, uh, could could put this as part of uh, strengthening the club licensing program by saying these are some of the conditions under which you get a license. If you get a license for this particular location, this way you, you, you will stay. You can move the club. If someone else buys the club, they will keep it here, uh, and, 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 and um, other people would, would, would have to be consulted if that happens. So, so there are definitely uh, provisions and examples elsewhere in the world that you can look at to ensure that uh, these things are not being done in a manner that could be considered to be really nearly and, and uh, perhaps not respecting the, the principles of, of merit as, uh, as, as being paramount in, in sport. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are just picking the brain of Mr. Squilly Gumede, who played for Amazulu, won the Coca-Cola Cup, as you heard there. And uh, by the way, um, his nephew also plays for Amazulu at the moment. So it runs in the family there. Um, and we're just wanting to find out about the impact of this sale of uh, Bitvis Vets. And uh, just just, just um, what's what's happening in our league, where not only Bitvis Vets, but I mean, in Bumalanga, they don't have a team now. They sold to Cape Town City. Uh, so mm-hmm. that, that's why we are talking to him about. I want to go to the voice notes before before I come back, uh, let's play some of the voice notes that have come through on 0614104107. Good evening, Tabisa. Good evening to again speaking to Libra here in East London. Um, you know, this trend of uh, lower teams buying the status uh, of uh, premiership teams, does this show, you know, the difficulties that our our teams face in the lower divisions to get up and go uh, to the premiership? Uh, does this show the standard? 
you know of our league of our of our develop of our, of our lower divisions um you know in our system that it's difficult for our teams to go up and now the only options for them is to buy status uh, status i don't know if Tabis, if you understand what i'm trying to say is is this showing is this trend of buying status show the difficulty of our lower division um for teams to go up thank you very much Tabis. thanks libra i understand exactly what you what you're saying do you understand mr gumede yeah, I, I, I do. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't necessarily think that it's, it's, it is so much about um, the, the difficulty of going up and down, or, or, or has anything to do with the standard. I do believe, by the way, though, and perhaps, and perhaps the question is alluding to that fact that um, all our leagues. I mean, it is unacceptable for me. It continues to be unacceptable for me that the Premiership has a one and a half down, and uh, and the one and a half up. Um, in other words, only one team is relegated, and one team is promoted, and the other two teams have a payoff. I, I genuinely believe that in the interest of the game and, and, and fairness and, and the principle of merit, two teams should always go up, two teams should go down. If they want to introduce a, 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 a payoff, then there should be number, number 14 and number 12 uh, and number... Number number three and four, but number one and two at the bottom should go up. Number number fifteen and sixteen should go down. And I, I always find that it's completely unfair on 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 uh, the great championship, great um, Africa championship that that they essentially have one half lot uh, to 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 um, to pay for. I think so, so it, yeah. I think that's probably what he's also referring to. Yes, he is. And Libra, I think it's even worse in the ABC Mutsepe League. There are nine different regions and they all produce a winner and then they go to a playoff and they're only playing for two spots to go uh, to, yeah. to the Glad Africa Championship. So you can win your league in the Northern Cape in Kimberley ten times. But if you don't make the final of the playoffs... <laughs> You don't get promoted to the first division. Uh, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's really tricky. Let's go to KGM. Thanks for calling us, KGM. We always hear you on all the other SFM radio stations, except for us. I mean, shows. <laughs> shows. <laughs> so, we are honored to have you on our show, KGM. No, much appreciated. Look, let, let me challenge your, your guest on two, at two levels. Well, maybe one and, and comment on another. Let me start with the one for the fairness of our leaks. Look, I, I, I put this suggestion to the PSL quite a while ago. I also spoke to, to, to the chairman <coughs> as a suggestion. Look, we've got nine provinces in South Africa. If we want a, a fair and balanced system in terms of, of uh, the, 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 the balance of, of teams and giving people opportunities, why not have two teams per province? Force these teams from Gauteng. Uh, uh, that, that you'll have four teams from Gauteng, which, which then concentrates uh, career interests and opportunities in one province. For them to go to, to other provinces, there are teams that it wouldn't matter whether they are in whatever province. I mean, even if you took Kaiser Chiefs and you said they must be in, in, in Northern Cape, uh, you can imagine the impact in terms of the interest that it's going to create in that area. Mm. But, but for as long as we have teams structured as per our economy, where Gauteng will be dominant, we, we will always have this migration of, of players coming from pover- impoverished provinces and, and having to, to go and struggle in Gauti. So two teams per province for me will do it. And then in terms of, of uh, going up and down, it's simple. Two last teams must be relegated. Two top teams must be promoted. It doesn't matter whether 
it's, it's at the PSL level or mm. whatever league level. I think it can only be fair. This playoff story is just nonsensical. I think our, our leaders in football should actually wake up and smell yeah. the coffee. The last part, the, 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 the issue of comparison, guys, whenever I hear a person talking about in America they do this, in, in, in Germany they do, when are, when are the Germans going to say in South Africa they do this? Why can't we come up with our own solutions, our own suitable solutions that, that even the Americans will say, let's do it like they do it in, in, in South Africa? And we, we showed it, uh, Tabizu. Mm. We hosted a World Cup second to none in the world. Okay. Why are we decide, taking ourselves for granted and keep on referring to global standards? Are we not part of the global community? Loud and clear there, KGM. We hear you. Thanks for calling us. Uh, Spoo from Dobsonville, another one that calls every single show on SAFM, but you don't call us. We see you. We are watching you. Let's go to the other voice note. <laughs> Good evening. My question is for you, Tabiso. I want to pick your brain on what is the difference between a club buying a status and a club buying successful players from other teams instead of developing their own players from their own academy. Charles in Bloemfontein. Charles in Bloemfontein, the good thing is that we've got a former professional player and a sports business expert here who can answer all these questions. Let's start from the bottom there, maybe Mr. Gumede. What's the difference between somebody selling their status and somebody that just opens the checkbook and buys success? Can you buy success? Excellent point. He is absolutely right. The, the concept of buying statuses is exactly the same as someone who don't invest in their own uh, youth and, and they wait uh, uh, for someone to develop their players and when they go, they buy them and, and, they, and, they, and, they, and they put them in their team. So, so conceptually, it's all legitimate and it's allowed. Same point. So, so if you are against the concept of buying statuses, don't, then go, don't go and buy other people's best players. Create your own, you know? So, so I absolutely agree with that. Um, Let's the gentleman who, yeah? Yes, I wanted to go through some of the points that were raised yeah. by KG, KGM, <laughs> but you can, you can respond? To... So, 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 so I want to start with the comparison. The comparisons we, 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 we do, so my, my comparisons are always really with a, with a, a perspective of saying, how can we... Um, where else can we look for examples of how other people do deal with the same problem, as opposed to other people have better solutions than us? So, so I, I always look for um, insights from other places that that could help us understand how best to deal with the problems if we have don't if we don't necessarily have the best solutions to them. So, so, so we we should always be very proud and very happy to benchmark ourselves against other nations uh, that we can learn from. And, and, and for me, um, the U.S., uh, as an example, is always a leader in sport because their sport is so much bigger. And some of the things that we see happening there, we know they're going to happen here. Uh, Germany is, has, has, has the best football uh, model in the world. Uh, commercially, uh, there, there is no one who's got the, the more, more robust, more sustainable, and the more... Um, uh, well-run football uh, organization, the, the Germans. He also the, wanted to know if the teams can be spread around the countries that viable. I, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming to that. So, so um, the American system is based on exactly that principle that says the team from we must have a team in Northern Cape, a team in West, in Western Cape, blah 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 blah. But you cannot do that 
in an open league system. You can only do that in a closed league system. A closed league system is when you cannot have a, a promotion and a relegation. So in, in American sports, um, essentially there's 30, 30 NBA teams. Every season, there's no one who gets relegated, there's one, no one gets promoted, and the teams stay wherever they are. We have opted to have an open um, um, a, a league system, which means that the best teams are the ones who end up at the top. Now, if they all happen to come home from Gauteng, then so, so it shall be. We can't, we can't allocate teams to provinces in an in a, in a open league system because if they get relegated, what do we do? Okay, we I want to take this last caller quickly because yeah. of time. James, good evening. Hi, Tabiso. How are you, my brother? Fine, thanks, James. Go ahead. Look, man, I think I've got two points. One is I think um, this whole thing, layoffs, it's a waste of time and resources. Two teams should be relegated. Two teams should be promoted. Lastly, I think we need to look at Patrick Mutiga and what he has done. What Patrick did, he bought Sandals, he invested, he did not change anything. The team remained yellow. That's why we are able to trace the success. Unlike other teams where James has money, he's investing his money, he's buying players, he's buying coaches, year in, year out, teams are being relegated. You know what happened with Amazulu, mm. you know what happened with uh, Binoni United, mm. you know what happened with Hellenic, uh, Cape Town, they were rele- relegated. But with Sundowns, the business model has been the same, and Pepsi's invested money, he supported Pizzo, Pizzo has been there for a number of years, and he won a while. And I thought that I want to say to you, keep up the video, guys. Thanks, well. James. Thanks for the call there. Do you agree, Mr. Gumede? Um, I... I, I I, I, I just had the comment about Patrice and what he's done and, and, and why what he's done is, is good, and I agree with that, yes. Yes. Um, I mean, the, the, the issue of promotion relegation for me, everyone, I've never had anyone who says this, this system is, worth, is fair and is acceptable. I, I'm just surprised the league has, has not responded to this, because everyone, Barnum, says we must have two up, two down. Yes, so, and nobody... Um like you're saying, nobody agrees with the system, but it still goes on year after year, year after year. And now we're hearing that um, there are suggestions that the, the league must be just be closed and there must be no promotion and relegation for a number of years. We've had that in the corridors for some time now, but obviously we don't know how true uh, that is. But we're going to have to leave it there, Mr. Skulukumere. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for joining us as sport business expert there and founder of the Sport Room. We couldn't get to Coach Sarameli Tswaka, but we will play that interview tomorrow. It's a pre-recorded interview, so we'll play that interview tomorrow where he pays tribute to uh, the late founder of Free State Stars, Mr. Mike Mukwena.